You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello to all of you out there, and welcome back to another episode of Kapow. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. It finally happened. It did. <laughs> it finally <laughs> happened. It did happen. Disney Plus. You're still tingling. I am a little bit. <laughs> Does it? Is anywhere? Does it log how many hours you've viewed? It would should. you not want to know? I probably don't want to know. <laughs> I assume it is just on all the time on a loop. It, everything. It really is. I and it, I don't. You know, the funny thing is, is out of all four of us in my house, I have probably. I don't know. I, I definitely haven't watched the most out of the four of us. Like my son has watched the most. He he is. Um, he got a new job recently, so he's been off for a couple weeks, and this thing came online, and like I think that's all he's done, is yeah. just watch Disney stuff, especially the, the animated movies, trying to get, you know, vacations right around the corner, I'm two weeks away from today, this recording, so we're all a little on edge, ready to go, and uh, right. yeah, yeah. Go down there and see some Christmas stuff. That's right, right. So you have been on this since the day they announced it Mm -hmm. you've heard what everyone hoped it was you've heard what everyone thought it was so what is the reaction now that they know it is (laughs) (laughs) my i assume everyone's happy yeah we're we're really pleased with that as a whole crowd community yeah yeah barnes family exactly same thing I really thought going into it, having my own experience with the Disney company and their websites through travel, um, travel sales, I expected the whole thing to crash and burn the first day. Like, I mean, in a matter of like 20 minutes of everybody logging on, I thought it'll crash (laughs) and it won't be up for like at least 24 hours, which my, I woke up at like 3 a.m., because it started on a Tuesday, so we'll go to like 3 a.m. on a Tuesday, and just to see if it was available. Of course it was, so I quickly downloaded my my app to my bedroom TV and my phone. that's the thing, they, you weren't allowed to like pre... Right. Like everyone had to do it the same day. That's, <laughs> yeah. That, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I got my... Uh, um, yeah, because I got it for free for a year because of having Verizon and... But you couldn't sign up till that freaking day. Yeah, like, you couldn't like, download the app or anything. So, I like, Gee whiz. so I I checked it at like three a.m. It was available. So I quickly downloaded it, logged in in my bedroom, and just just kind of checking it at three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch anything. Did but you I, look over there? Every light in the house was yeah. on. Like, <laughs> oh, no, I just kind of scrolled through, made sure you know, I was like, oh, I just want to see what you know what it looks like and. What I can see immediately, the Mandalorian pops up. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna save that one," <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that was it. And then I got up, uh, I got up that day and uh, and went to work. And by the time I got to work, um, it was kind of up and down, on and off all all that day. People were some people were having a lot more trouble than others. I didn't have any major like I a couple times it kind of went off and on, but 
came right back on. I didn't have any major issues with it. But immediately, um, first thing I watched was uh, the first Forky short. What's going on? Where am I? Why is it like How that? high is that? Who is that? Why do you? Can I swim? Could that be better? What? Why is are you talking cloud? to me? Forky asks a question. I don't know. So Forky, I didn't make uh, it very far into it. <laughs> he started saying what the woman says or whatever, and he said it too many times. I stopped it. I oh, like, that was the second one. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first. I watched it um, right before I, I had left for work, and then uh, I just kind of went from there. But, yeah, we've all, like, <laughs> it's pretty much all we're watching at this yeah. point. For the most part. We're, I mean, for they the most part. Get rid but, of everything else. They're just going to. Yeah. Well, there's so much on there, though, that, like. There's a lot on there. I saw people complaining a couple times where they were like, went, they're like, oh, that's on there. And they went to they click on it, and it says. Coming. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> just a little that teaser. would have made me mad, too. Yeah. 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 Purely unscientific study of my Facebook friends. That's all anyone was talking about the day it launched. Yeah. And saying, whoa, look at this. And just like, <laughs> weird. I haven't seen that since I was whatever. Yeah. And and a few that were like, oh, come on. This isn't on there. I was like, it's been up for three hours. Right. And they're like, how is this show not on there? How is this movie not on there? It's like. Yeah. yeah, give them time. And yeah. I saw a thing today. It was they something about they have like twenty five percent of what Netflix does. It's like wait, Netflix has been around for a right. decade, right? Right. It's like right. you have yeah. to give uh, them a can, second. You can. Uh, there's a thing on the app. I think it is. You can suggest things. Yeah, if you go into um, like the help menu, you can request <clears throat> through the help menu um, anything you want to see that they'll take into consideration and for the future. I love that. Netflix, you can't do that. You can't request anything. So, um, by disc in the mail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've, as a whole, like, I, we were just so excited about it, so happy with it. We haven't had any major issues on our end. I know other people have reported different things. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. It's, you know, it's just so close to home for us that, I don't know if we're, you know, we're, we're a little too biased, but uh, oh yeah, you, yeah, little, you guys have no perspective. No, no. I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'm hap- happy with it. I'm happier with it than I expected to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as a, somebody I love Disney, but I'm also I give them a short leash, you know. But so, but I I I'm happier than I thought I would be with it. Right. Right. So, and, and it doesn't, you know, hurt that... Worth every penny. Yeah, exactly. That you're getting it a year free, so as a lot of people are. And from my end, I've watched exactly two shows, right. and I've scrolled through a lot of things, and mm-hmm. I'm just, eh, that'd be fun to watch, but I, there's nothing that's like, yeah. Oh, I've got to get I'm to I'm going to be, I think, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there I'll never, ever watch. Like I, I, that's kind of how I was looking at it, thinking when this comes out, yeah, it's gonna have all this Disney stuff on it that I'm never gonna watch, and but really, there's a, a handful of things that I do want to watch, and I think that's gonna tide me over till mm-hmm. till all this Marvel stuff comes out. And even the things, you know, the gummy bears and the tailspins, I'm happy they're on there. Yeah. But I don't ever see myself going back and right. watching it. Like, right. it's cool they're on there, the people yeah. who love them can watch it, or a new generation can find it, but it's just, you know, I've... I've <laughs> I think, I think some of it is we remember the nostalgia of it, and that's fine. And like, you know what? You put... 
put it on, start streaming, whatever. Um, and maybe you think, hey, this isn't quite what I remembered, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, you don't, nobody says you have to sit there and watch through the whole thing. It's just, but it's yeah. there yeah. for yeah. anybody. It's that, as close to the vault as they have basically <laughs> opened the vault. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, honestly, though, I just was so turned on by the Mandalorian that I, you know, oh. the handful of stuff I don't want, want to watch is just the Star Wars stuff. Just give me, when Nick and I watched A New Hope the other day. And I just, I loved every minute of it. It I looks just, fabulous. It, it looks really great. It, and I'm just like, oh, I wish I had a 4K TV. Yeah. But just, I was like, I enjoyed watching it so much. And we're going to watch, we're trying to find time to watch all of the movies before mm-hmm. Rise. And I'm just eating it up. Yeah. yeah. Went definitely. back, started some Clone Wars. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, man. I am. I am. At peak Star Wars, right? Yeah, now. yeah. I seriously, yeah. yeah. So I think I was at peak Star Wars uh, yesterday when I watched that third episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, so. we need to talk about this <laughs> Mandalorian stuff. It's it's uh, better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, Jordan, you're the. It's just Star Wars guy. At this table, yeah. Like, <laughs> at I this table, love yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But at, at this, this table, table. At this yeah. table. <laughs> Kick me out. <laughs> You've watched all three episodes of Mandalorian, yes. correct? Okay. Yes. I have been adopted by the Barnes family. <laughs> well, that's the great thing about Disney Plus. <laughs> you get a lot of profiles. Cousin, cousin Jordan. <laughs> I used to have a Cousin Jordan profile on my Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, just... Expectation-wise, did you really have anything going into it? I I thought it looked good. The trailers yeah. all looked neat. You know, I'm a sucker for Boba Fett as much as the next exactly. guy. Exactly. Like, I, so. I feel so cliche, but that was I was one of the bazillions that just loved the look of Boba Fett. Yeah. And it seemed like a story. You, you're not as into the non-Skywalker stuff, but to me it's like, yeah, here's a story that's its own thing. And it, and it didn't seem bogged down. It didn't seem like an origin story for somebody. Or, remember the guy from this? Well, what happened when he spun off for his own adventure? Like, the Star Wars, when they get bogged down into that stuff is when I start losing interest. Mm-hmm. But to have a totally new character, which we're always going to have familiar... You know, we're going to see that, right. oh, that's the alien from that, or what, you know. It's always going to be familiar, but looking at it from a new place and a new time frame we haven't really explored... I was I was excited, yeah. I really yeah. wanted to see it. Yeah, it's funny because I can't say I was more excited for The Mandalorian than any of the other things that have been announced because I was never a Boba Fett guy. I was I was always I liked the heroes. I was I love Han and Chewie and Luke and Leia and all those. But I was never that anti-hero Boba Fett. See him out, he looks so cool. None of that. Like it's just hey, it's Boba Fett. Okay. Whatever, like it just wasn't that. Yeah, I, as a Boba character, Fett. I totally see that. You're you are totally that guy. Yeah, you're, you are. Yeah, but it's just funny, like your uh, Halloween costume, you know, right? Forever. That's you. That's yeah. Like, well, I'm one of the good guys, right? <laughs> Let's make this clear. That's exactly right. But the first episode of this just immediately blew me away. I mean, and I didn't want to. I don't want to be because you know we've talked. We we like oh the wait, wait wait let's stop what? we're spoiling <laughs> the Mandalorian a lot 
so that, that's gonna happen we are so if you have not watched the mandalorian yet and somehow you have made it through uh your facebook and everything without seeing any spoilers you know you need to go watch it and then come back yeah yeah um baby yoda sarah's got it out there it's out there in the open yeah I, I'm shocked it went like two or three days yeah. before I started seeing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I could not stop seeing it. <laughs> they really that. not they. It was such a big deal. They knew how big of a deal it was going to be that they're willing to lose a lot of money in mm. plushies for Christmas because <laughs> they would. You know, yeah, they could have put it out made there. A ton, mm-hmm. I would have got one. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, they could have very easily put it out there a month ago on that Triple Force Friday and just ruined the entire thing. Or just had them ready right now, but just the fact of having them produced mm-hmm. would have let it the cat out of the it Yeah. Somewhere. So, so I'm just so So when I saw there was their t shirts are starting to yeah. pop up now. There will be stuff, but they're not gonna be able to make the money they would have at Christmas. No. Uh, I love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> And it could have went so the wrong way. <laughs> like, it, it just oh my could, everybody could have just been like, what the hell? I hate that. Today, when Nick came, Nick woke up, I, I messaged yeah, It could have been like the original Sonic the Hedgehog design, yeah. where the whole world just says, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> utter yeah. revolt. Yeah. Nick woke up, walked out, said, uh, we're going to watch Mandalorian. I've spoken. And... I was like, okay, finally, he's up. I've been up since six, you know, let's do this. When that thing's ears and peach fuzz were blowing in the wind, I just, I was grinning ear to ear the whole time. I was like, this is everything I want in Star Wars in one thing. It's just like, I love Boba Fett, and this guy's like better than Boba Fett, and that cute little thing is like the that is it for me as far as what cute they've manufactured the perfect thing (laughs) and i'm just like oh my gosh in the cockpit him taking the ball of the thing and him look it's not a toy (laughs) i was like oh there's been so many complaints about this faceless thing they oh really oh yes there are a lot of uh critics but once i Mm-hmm. You know, respect their opinion. That hate that you can't see his face. It, it's just they can't connect to you know. Hmm. There's no humanity to it, and I'm just like, no, I don't ever. Want to. <laughs> I mean, I know he's going to eventually take his mask off, right? But or, if we're he didn't, gonna, or we'll yeah. see probably that he has already, even though he's saying he hasn't. And, and oh, you just blew my mind. Yeah, I did. Ooh. And <laughs> and uh, I'm just like. No, I love that that he's so hard and uh, and has yeah. to go. You know, is taking care of this just just the cutest little thing. I just love that dynamic so much. <laughs> yeah. So starting with the first episode, like I was trying to, I was sitting there at work today, and I was, I was like, well, it's getting late afternoon. I should probably like try and make some notes up. I was like, I'll just throw, you know, just general thoughts, bullet points, statements. I was like, okay, episode one, what happened? And I was just like, what do I remember? I was like, I just remember, like, the aliens at yeah. first. Because I was just sitting there going, oh, yeah. there's that guy. There's that guy. I there's was, that guy. I was a little uh, not loving Horatio Sands. 
as the blue whatever. The first episode didn't blow was he me a Rodian or what was he? What, what no, was I that? don't know what he was. I don't know what he was, but he was so jokey. Yeah. To me, like these first three, almost act one, quote unquote, the first episode. Like mm-hmm. yeah. if they had put it out as a movie, yeah, an start, hour and a half. Like yeah. that were three ends. Mm-hmm. That's like okay, that's the inciting incident that kicks off everything else. So yeah, that first less than half an hour. It's just like yeah. ah, that's not enough. Like yeah. after this long, long build up and waiting and waiting. <laughs> so yeah, I I can't say I it blew me away right out of the gate, but it's definitely uh, yeah got me now. <laughs> But yeah, they uh, and what, what? Who were the aliens? Like what was? Well, the... I, like I was immediately right off the top of my head. I was like, okay, squid heads, yeah, re, Reyes, and uh, Rodians, yeah, which were like you know like yeah. Greedo. Gre- those were the and of course Jawas and stuff. But those were the three. I was like, I had that guy. I had that you know Return <laughs> right, of the Jedi yeah, yeah. figures. Yeah. And um, the but the one thing that that character did give us the blue guy, Carbonite. No. Wait, Before yeah. that. Well, Before okay, that. Well. Life Day. Yeah. I was hoping to be free for uh, Life Day. Maybe even... Uh... Get home to the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Official <true>. Star Wars <laughs> canon. Life Day... <laughs> Has been mentioned. Yeah. It's a thing. They've done a few things in there that you know they sprinkled stuff in there. I'm kind of curious when we see Rise, what we what? will, what they will have laid the groundwork in this. Because it was funny because you mentioned the other day about you know we were talking about Baby Yoda and you know oh I didn't see Baby Yoda in Force Awakens and I that thought had not even crossed. Yeah, my I was mind. like, like <laughs> trying to break it to people. Hey, just so you know, this thing probably doesn't make it to 55. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, there were just so many familiar aliens throughout the thing. Um, the and it is set five years after Jedi, post Jedi, empires, empires fallen, and they were sort of in a transitional, law, more lawless. Yeah, there is something so cool about these uh, cruddy-looking stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Post Jedi stormtroopers yeah. is a cool, which concept. to me, it's right there. It, I mean, obviously it's a Western, but that's that's the Western setting, like post Civil War. Yeah, mm-hmm. mercenaries, soldiers, soldiers and, didn't yeah. know what to do, so you'd see all those old Westerns guys in. I would flock to Werner Herzog also. I'd just yeah, be yeah. tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it fits the Western archetype for sure, post war, right? Yeah. And also, if you're, you know, if you have some of the original stormtroopers and they're looking a little yellowish you're sure you're right little dirty you're all right hey man it's it's cool (laughs) (laughs) they're just from the mandalorian so (sighs) yeah that was something um another big thing that i silly thing that i noticed uh when he goes into uh the armor yeah her gold helmet has little horns on top Mm -hmm. that is straight out of clone wars Oh, okay. At one point, Darth Maul took over. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Darth Maul took over. Um, I don't know if it was the entire planet Mandalore or a certain like sect of Mandalorians. But anyways, the followers of Maul would wear the little horns like oh, okay. on his head yeah. on their helmets, and she had the little horns. Oh, that's cool because he's got horns. Exactly. <laughs> Look at you. I'm putting two <laughs> and two together. Oh, man, can't get anything by him. I. I learned something that I never realized. I don't like, you know, they've done it 
in that episode and this one showing when he goes to the armor, mm-hmm. they show the Mandalorian's skull, that symbol yeah. Yeah. that we've seen forever. Everybody knows that represents Mandalorian. Right. But I didn't know until this what it was. Do you know what it is? The animal or whatever? Yeah. I don't. The giant something they referenced. We They're, used to ride giant mythosaurs. mythosaurs. Oh, from it's the a, holiday special. That was wasn't that <laughs> I don't know, but that but the whole thing was Yeah, they it, rode. the legend is they used to ride mythosaurs. Basically, mm-hmm. we used to ride dragons. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a concept that's a little vague. We don't can't really we don't really know what they look like or what, but that apparently they used to ride mythosaurs and Nick Nolte tells him that, so it must be true. And um, and I was found out that's what the skull is. I was like, oh, blew my mind. All it's just amazing you can go this long and not know something like that. <laughs> you know, just knowing I just never even thought what was the, yeah. that a skull. Of. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Um, but it doesn't get bogged down in that stuff. No, it's there if you're excited by it right. and want to see right. it. But it's not a half hour of well. Right. Let me tell you the history of Mandalore. Right. Like yeah. right. no, all I want to do is just sit and watch you make armor while he has flashbacks. <laughs> 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 like they've done that twice now. I really wrote it out, and I'm like, I'm okay with this. I, you're making Mandalorian armor for a guy just waiting there in his mask. He's yeah. never taken off. Right. Liar. Yeah. And liar. <laughs> <laughs> what else was in that? What first if he episode? sneezed? I mean, he's got to take it off. He's got to be disgusting under there. First off, <laughs> that's so gross. I always think it was like it's like wearing your football helmet your whole life. <laughs> but it, um, the he he went and uh, you know he went and saw Chubb's fat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the appropriately named uh, Carl Weathers. Uh, God is. You know, got his bounty. Yeah, yeah. Went to go look, get, get the, all he knew was he was 50 years old. Mm-hmm. The creature was 15 years right? old. Right, went mm-hmm. out, met Nick Nolte, Ugnot, which was great. Excuse was, me, excuse me. Ugnolte. Ugnolte, okay, there you go. <laughs> when when I when I saw Nick Nolte was going to be in it, I, mm. I have to admit, I was not looking forward to it. Yeah. I thought, this is going to be something stupid. Instead, he's one of the best characters on the show. <laughs> he's a, so yeah. great. His voice is perfect for that. And it, he does a great job. And and didn't... I need to go back and watch Empire, but didn't the Ugnots... Didn't they just like make pig noises oh, and yeah, stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not just me, then. Okay. Yeah. Well, they had already <laughs> spoken. They, and he... You know, learns to ride the what? What are those? Blurgs. Blurgs, that's right. And you're like, I love that. I love that. Because all I'm thinking is, okay, there's something special about these creatures. They're the only way you can get there. And sure enough, as soon as they hop around. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So if you're not um, aware or haven't seen the 1985 made-for-TV movie Ewoks, The Battle of Endor, that was the first time we saw a blurg. They, they were from the Ewok movie. That's where they originated. Gotcha. So only somebody like Dave Filoni could pull that one out. Wonders. <laughs> um, and so then they, they, they go out there and they get to the little town or whatever mm-hmm. where these people, somebody's got the mark. He right. follows his fob. Got his fob from uh, Werner. And they drop all this so effortlessly. Hmm. <laughs> Like, I get what that is and what it does. I didn't have to have a tutorial. You didn't yeah. have to explain yeah. it. 
it's like you, you're just laying all this out in such an efficient way to just get to the story. And I, I, I'm so pleased by it. And also, we, yeah, before okay. before that happened, did anybody else notice the, the, the doctor guy, his uniform? Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Okay. What, what, what was it? Uh, it, he, had, it was, he had some shades on. It was a little dark in there. He, yeah, had, the, on. he had like 70s right. sunglasses on. But um, a lot of somebody pointed out to me that it looked very, very similar to the uniforms the clones wore on Camino, which, of course, would indicate, okay, if this guy is from the, you know, Maybe he's from Camino or some type of cloner, which would make sense of where the baby Yoda comes from. Of course, Yoda goes to get the clone army from Camino. All yeah, ties in. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I just yeah. don't. I don't know the uniforms well enough. But I, I, I'm trying to think of what that could possibly mean. I mean, are they trying to clone Yoda? Maybe yeah. they've I think already they cloned yeah. him, and he's yeah. the one that got away. And the, they're going to open a door at some point, and there's going to be like hundreds of baby Yodas, and people's <laughs> oh heads are going to explode. <laughs> They'll be like gremlins running around. Yeah, one with a popcorn bucket on its head, <laughs> one with 3D glasses, and you have to buy every version of it. Uh, Taika Watiti. Yeah, we got Taika Watiti playing IG Eleven, which was and just getting to see with modern technology what. They can do with that character. That's because he was just a. He didn't even move an empire. Right. He was a stationary robot right. in a quick scene of the bounty hunters. Ig eighty eight. Yeah. Um, and now yeah. we got in a him an assassin droid form spinning around, <laughs> constantly ready to pull a pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was amusing in it. Uh, that was it. Was a whole that was a very good sequence, and it, you know, you kind of saw it coming him taking over the right the gun but but the huge surprise at the end we get to the very end and he goes in with his fob da, da, da. oh it's a baby and that it's a child it's a it's a, it's a baby yoda and then a, he just that g11 wants to shoot it because yeah you know it's like just another reason for him to hate droids <laughs> yeah i love that and you hear the gunshot oh but he shot ig11 and right takes the baby in his little fo- floating carriage which is great and then they do some et yeah the stuff. finger out yeah oh. i was like oh my gosh yeah i had so many thoughts about this first episode i, I watched it i think three times yeah i watched it and i watched it twice and then nick was ready to watch it just trying to take it all in because there was so much happening um and then then i had the thought of like when they when they go into like the town to to like get the baby yoda i'm like are these guys protecting the baby Yoda that they've just, you know, destroyed? Are these good guys? Like, I guess. Yeah, we don't know. I guess. I don't I'm not sure what was going on. And the the thing I got I I was impressed with was besides throughout the episode, I I had hardly paid attention to this, but till the credits start rolling and I'm like, this music is phenomenal. Yep. The soundtrack is great and it's not Star Wars. No. Yeah, but his theme song is so good. And while I'm like sitting there listening to it, all, they show you all this concept art mm-hmm. at the end of every episode. And I was like, I would hang any of those on my wall. <laughs> They're all gorgeous. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, first episode directed by Dave Filoni. I did not realize that as I was watching it. It made so much more sense after I knew that. Um, but I assumed it was John Favreau. But he is just the showrunner. Filoni came in. He wrote in. it. Yeah. yeah. Filoni came in and uh, 
directed the first episode immediate hit i you know just every i think everybody loved it it's been quite some time since we've all <laughs> agreed star wars fans have all agreed on something it's nice right. yeah <laughs> uh yeah so then we got the second episode got more nick nolte mm-hmm. sorry Ugnolty. Ugnolty. um <laughs> What I don't even remember how that one started. He took the. Oh yeah, yeah. He well, he got get caught by Jawas. They got yeah. caught up with the Jawas. He, they strip cool. his ship out as yeah. he's getting the, the baby yeah. Yoda. He comes yeah. back and they're running off in the sand crawler, which apparently is a fortress. Who yeah. knew? What a great sequence that was! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. And then uh, ends up, you know, when he gets hurt. He's so he's at the campfire, so you know, healing yeah. himself, rainbow style. I thought he was gonna pour some freaking solder on that. <laughs> he's trying, and baby Yoda tries to heal him. <laughs> Little force heal. Uh, he just doesn't even notice that's what he's doing. He's just like, yeah, yeah. It was funny because <clears throat> my wife isn't the biggest Star Wars fan. She tolerates it more or less. But I, th- we were, I was like, when it came out, I was like, okay, we're going to sit down, big TV in, in the living room, and we're going to watch The Mandalorian. And as soon as that baby Yoda hit, she was like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life right now. I just love this, and that's all that matters. Um, so when episode two came on, she was all on board. She was like, yeah, let's watch it. So we're all with the, you know watching it as a family, which is such a different experience for me when I'm watching Star Wars. It's normally me or just me and Cooper. Right. Um, but yeah, that that rolling fortress. Um, the only thing was, uh, did the Jawa eyes bother anybody? Like I, I were, heard that the eyes were a different color. They looked a little red. Yeah, I, I didn't. I just watched Star Wars, and I still don't notice much of a difference. I don't. They I were freaking Jawa. I, I went back know. and watched A New Hope, and um, I mean, it didn't bother me really. I mean, they still seem just like Jawas. Yeah, it's the same language, the same phrases, all that fun stuff. But suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just noticed it immediately. I was like, "Why are their eyes so red?" But I was like, "Maybe it's a different tribe or something." Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, at the uh, so yeah, he goes and has to go back to Ugnolte because his ship is gone, right, right. except for the skeleton. Yeah, and uh, went up there, figured out they wanted him to get this egg. Yeah, which was like a nice little quest. That's one of the only criticisms of Ivy, and I haven't done real deep dives on this, but people are like, "Oh, he killed a bunch of Jawas. That's mean." Like, (laughs) "Oh, he's he he was really violent." And like, "Yeah, he's a bounty hunter." So like, people aren't quite on the. I don't know if he's. I think he's an anti. He's he's not yet at least. He was not an anti-hero even. He's just he's a bounty hunter. Right. Exactly. And And he's going to disintegrate a fool if they. Somebody has to die at some point. I don't think anybody died in the third episode, it seems like. But I thought... (laughs) Right. But that also justified to me like that line in Empire when Vader tells, you know, no disintegrations to to Boba Fett. And I was like, okay, that's why. We just saw... Yeah, in the third episode, they say... Well, he's he's disintegrating. Mm -hmm. uh, What was the animal with the one horn? We'd never seen this. Yeah. What was it? Mud, mud horn. horn. Oh, it makes sense. It was muddy. Yep. 
it's got yeah. a big hairy. But that head. was so cool. That was such a cowboy, like getting thrown off the bull type thing. Mm-hmm. Besides that, from the first episode, but this just going up against that, he's slung with mud. Just holds his knife out, like <laughs> like just I'm gonna die. Yeah, you this know, is all I have. have. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. You know, and Baby Yoda saves the day, but and it, it was still a little odd. It was like. Well, if you if if I'm given the chance, I know exactly where to stab it with this toothpick to kill this enormous creature. <laughs> yeah, but gets the egg, takes it back to the Jawa, and they just tear it open, start eating. It was just great. Like, Very une- unexpected. <laughs> they were so excited about yeah. that egg. There's some song I was just looking for it to tell you to play, but there's a song where they Jawas are singing about that. I forget what it's from. Anyway, okay. I think of it. I'll send you a message. But they, uh, that it was great. It was yeah. it was good. Well, so he, he gets the parts back to his ship. Yeah, yeah. They the Ugnolte um, helps him put it back together. So and then he's gonna take Baby Yoda off to uh, get his get his money. Yeah, his Besker steel. Yeah, which we forgot to mention. Yeah, he did get that one little shoulder piece. And you're like, oh. It, you know, that's a fun thing to do. Just slowly build up your armor. Mm-hmm. We're thinking this is going to take forever. Because there's no way in my mind that he's going to take this thing back and get his, all this Besker steel he was promised. Right. There's no way that's going to happen. So in this third episode, I watched it today. I'm like, so thrilled by all the cuteness of mm-hmm. that thing at the beginning. And then he gives it to him. <laughs> And I was just distraught. I, I was, I could not believe when they wheeled that thing in the other room. He's just like looking back at him. Yeah. And he's just staring. All you see is the helmet staring back. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. When they brought out that ice cream maker, I had to stop. I was just <laughs> like, oh my God. What was that? Who, who there? In in Empire, okay. If you don't know, yeah, I remember it being in something in Empire on Bespin when they're when Lando is evacuating the city and everybody's kind of. There's a scene where everybody's yeah, just one guy's around. got it. One guy <laughs> runs by with an ice cream maker yeah. on screen for one second. Yes, maybe. Yes, yeah. But back when they were making the original movies, the prop guys, the idea was it was a lived-in universe, so they would try to find things that we have that looked kind of funky repurpose them like oh that looks kind of like it's it could be from space and does something and yeah it's just this random guy running by with an ice cream maker it was always a huge joke (laughs) and then suddenly there it is (laughs) and because it's star wars that guy has a whole backstory i looked it up do you know did you you know anything about i've heard two or three backstories (laughs) on this (laughs) i'm sure it was a novel or something i abridged version that Bespin had been doing trading with the rebels, so that was like the computer core that had all the rebel information. So he had to go destroy it before the Empire could find out nice. where all the rebel bases nice. were. So that guy is a true hero of the rebellion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only Star Wars. I but it. I did. I mean, I had to stop, and I was just like sit there for a minute, and like <laughs> thirty nine years. What we wondered about this ice cream maker, <laughs> and in thirty seconds. Oh, we have an answer. Now we know what they do. Uh, so he decides, hey, this I I'm still a bounty hunter. Yep, it's going. It's just like he's like, um, I got to get this armor. He goes and gets 
First off, we see he goes to get it done, and there's like a bunch of freaking Mandalorians yeah. hiding underground or whatever. And I was like, I was not shadows. expecting that either. Mm-hmm. And what was so cool about them is they're like all different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. and they're not all just Boba Fett's. Right. You know? Right. He is his own thing, and he may not even seem to be as experienced as some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were yeah. like bullying him or yeah. tra- trash talking him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Now, you look what you're doing. We're trying to hide, and you're out there just flaunting it around. In your Clone Wars watching, did you start at the beginning, or did you just kind of... did you? I watched the movie. Okay. And then I picked up then i looked up a watch list okay yeah I was say, there's uh, a whole mandalore thing there yeah because yeah i so i'm picking and choosing i'm gonna i'm not yeah. gonna miss anything big but there is some fluff in there yeah i, I know yeah. i don't need to watch it um but, uh yeah so but he gets a whole suit <laughs> he goes full django i was like nick he's obviously <laughs> that that is such a cool callback to me i'm like mm-hmm. okay so Django had a whole suit of this Beskar steel because yeah. that's what he's wearing. Right. That was cool to me. I was right. like, and immediately I'm thinking the toys we've seen are all based on the first two episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like they've released a whole line of toys, and like now he already has a variant look to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, is he gonna keep this, or is he gonna have to sell it all to do? Something? Who knows? But that was very cool. I was not expecting it. I, mm-hmm. I'm really like, like yeah, I was like. He's gonna keep the crap. He's gonna have the crappy suit, you know. Uh, that's his. Yeah, that's his thing. Design, yeah. Yeah. you know. But yeah. Anyway, so he doesn't. He Nick's doesn't. like, no, he's got to get the cool suit, and now he goes back and gets the kid. Now that he's a, you know, heavily protected and stuff. I was well, like, oh, okay. First, he went. He goes back to the bar or whatever right. where the the guild, the Carl Weathers, which is. we got a lot of good stuff. A lot of you know. Yeah. yeah well. I love that, you know, I love that we find out, oh, yeah, well, first, Werner's like, hey, uh, I, everybody's chasing yeah. after. I, I, I hired everybody, you know. <laughs> everybody's got a fob. Yeah. Which, which well, paid tracker, off later, yeah. which mm-hmm. paid off very cool. Huge. Huge. In, a, in a very cool way, just to watch everybody's fob light up. Anybody like, notice Constable Zuvio at the uh, bar? Do you know who Constable Zuvio is? He was from Force Awakens. I know, original, I know that name. I yeah. know we've made a joke about it. But it it right. was a big joke because it was like it was one of the big figures that came out before the movie, and everybody everybody had to get a constable Zuvio. <laughs> and then the yeah, guy he nothing. was in like two seconds. Yeah, getting I think they kill him off. The Knights of Ren kill him off in two seconds. <laughs> Everything else of him was cut from the movie, and it was always a joke after that. Like oh, you know, constable, <laughs> we had to get that constable Zuvio, and then here he is standing at the bar. And with all the other bounty hunters, and I was looking at, it, I was like, "Is that Constable Zuvio?" And then I had to look it up, and I was like, "Holy crap, it is!" That's all right, <laughs> finally, That's this funny. guy gets his gets his due here. Um, yeah. So then he, uh, on his way, he's gonna he picks up a puck, a bounty puck, to get a um, Cal- uh, Mon Calamari. Of some sort, right. and then takes it's going to take off in his ship, and then he decides it's going to go back and get the child, get the Yoda. Yeah, and he's not. He asks what they were going to do with the kid, but uh, you know, and all that stuff. You're not supposed to ask because uh, it's, it's the bounty code, the yeah. guild, co- the code of the guild. You don't ask what. You just do the job. Just do the job. Uh, we represent the Mandalore guild. Goes back. 
He just he he goes sees Nick's like <laughs> he was pretty dark. He went over the trash wherever he's like, oh my god, that thing's gonna be in the trash. <laughs> and I was like, if there is a baby Yoda puppet in the trash, <laughs> I was like, I am. You just see his little feet. Sticking. I was like, I am going to throw up. <laughs> and then I still. They did just less than that for it to be his carrier in there. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that was well done. I was like, I'm going to kind of miss the carrier floating around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you going to carry that little yeah, baby around right. all the time? Oh, he needs a, like, a little a backpack. Bjorn, like, baby like, like, Luke and, like Luke on Dagobah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But he, uh, yeah, he breaks in. We get the the... Jabba's palace eye thing sticks back yeah, out again, yeah. rips it off, and then has to go in and fight a bunch of stormtroopers. Which was awesome. And yeah. He got to use all his weapons. He had just got the little whistle things or whatever they were yeah, called. Whistling birds. Well, yeah. That was all cool. <laughs> all Using his vibro knife, and vi- mm-hmm. you know, vibro stuff, which is, that's out of the, that is out of the RPG. Okay. Like the original RPG was one of the weapons or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a vibro knife. <laughs> It's like, you know, that, that, all that stuff is great. Uh, I was, I, I guess why it's such, you know, we've all watched all these Westerns in our, our lives and you feel yourself predicting what's going to happen. This, that it's like, and still they surprise yeah. me with stuff like the Mandalorians coming at the end. What just, again, I was not expecting. That. I was so into it. Yeah. So into it. It didn't even cross my mind. I mean, normally, you, like you said, you can predict. Like, you're thinking ahead of what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, just waiting on it. And then when they fly up... It's like Iron Man 3. <laughs> I was... I mean, I, I was blown away by it. I just could yeah. not believe what I... For the, you know, and I don't even like Mandalorians. And I was just like, this is awesome! <laughs> you to, just haven't met the right Mandalorian. Yeah, Apparently, exactly. that's yeah. what it was. All these years. <laughs> but they... You know, they all get the basically the same bounty they had before because the the there must be some sort of tracker. Or well, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how it works. Doesn't matter because you get the fob and you know you get your thing and everybody it tracks to the person, but I don't know how how it tracks them. But mm-hmm. they're obviously not tracking. They're tracking the kid, I would think. Yeah, yeah. They co- because they still all have that fob mm-hmm. for him, and then. They go. He has to get that uh, droid to drive the little skater thing, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, and you don't need that scene of Warner Herzog going, "Find him, send everybody hunter we have." No, like the fob just light up, yeah, and yeah. you you get what just happened. Like right. the alarm has he's gone just out, like walking, and everybody's after. Should him. I run? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you get the end of John Wick Two, where right. he gets like the bounty on yeah. him, and everyone he looks at isn't a sleeker to sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. I thought Common was gonna jump out, <laughs> but uh, that was all. It was all good, and then he, you know, eventually faces off against Chubb's Fett and mm-hmm. gets on the Razor's Edge or whatever it's called, the Raven, Ra- Raven, Razor Crest, Razor Crest. That's Razor what it is. Crest. It's on there, which you have now ruined for me by pointing out that looks a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like the Spaceballs. Like Spaceballs RV. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. At least in silhouette. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. And then, uh, but he shoots him. And how well that was set up. 
<laughs> with the Beskar steel. He's like, yeah, I got me a little too. Puts it in his breast pocket. And then when he sh- shoots him, he's okay because yeah. he's got that. That's great. Which we, I knew he signed on for season two, actually. So Yeah, okay. He's, uh, he's going to make it. We all do now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, in the course of three weeks, the phenomenon of everybody in the world saying or posting, I have spoken, <laughs> yeah. completely wiped away. In just half an episode to this is the way. Yeah, well, they repeated it enough in that one team. This is the way. This is the way. But it pays off so well in that when he tells him to get out of here and he's, you know, you're going to have to find another place. This is the way. I was just like, oh. I really liked at the end when he's flying away and the one guy, Mandalorian, (laughs) flies up beside him. Full Iron Man. It's such a John Favreau. Oh no, no, no! This was not Iron Man. This was the freaking Rocketeer. <laughs> when he salutes, there's a scene of the Rocketeer. He salutes the guy. I mean, it was. A I was thinking like for- War Machine or something. Mm-mm. It just looked. Mm-mm. I was Disney. just thinking like Favreau, Iron Man to me. But the when uh when he's like, I'm gonna get me one of those. <laughs> it's like <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, because I I've been watching three episodes and I, I had thought multiple times if you had a jetpack this wouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> like Boba Fett always had a jetpack. Yeah, so it was great. Great three episodes in, mm. loving it. It's I mean, we again. I declared Watchmen peakiest, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just so I love Star Wars so much. This yeah. I like this even more. I was like I'm just yeah. so good. Everything I was watching and enjoying. So much in the last month or so has just everything is taking a backseat right. to the Mandalorian right now. I think pop culture is taking a backseat. <laughs> right. uh, so a couple of like more big picture things, like the the effects. I don't know what the budget are for these. You probably do. Well, well, the production as a whole um, on the whole series was a hundred million. It looks it. They spin it. Mm-hmm. It's but on the screen. Apparently, it's this new technology that is a lot of it. Is they're trying? They'll save money in the long run with this new technology, where they're not really outside for most of this. Almost everything's green screen. They said, but it doesn't look like no, the prequel not at trilogy. All, right? It's like it's, it's everything looked so flat. Yeah, they've got some new technology that somebody was standing. I forget what it, it was. It, I listened to an interview where there was an executive that come out and stood on the stage they were filming in and thought. Did not know that it was not built sets. Huh. It was screen. Hmm. And there, that's how good it was. It's like, that's amazing. So, And to me, the puppetry, the practical effects are amazing. Like you said, the little hair blowing in the wind. Like, I don't know you can even get away with that in CGI. Mm-mm. Right. And yeah. to me, thinking back to the original Yoda puppet, I just, I had this thought watching it of that moment when Luke first meets him and he's silly and wacky and then that first second where he gets serious he's like "Ah, that's never gonna work like the way Yoda's face that's like the best puppeteering in the Mm -hmm. history of the universe yeah like he he, a a latex puppet (laughs) changes expression and you get him hmm like you hear what he's thinking through a puppet 
I'm like, that's and like now we have little baby baby hands reaching out of <laughs> cribs and like eyeballs and ears. Like it's so so well done. We got, we got a I'm title sure there's for the episode eyeballs and ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's CGI touches here and there, but I'm not noticing them as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. So yeah, excellent. And I just I love to me like I said about Star Wars. It is the adventure, the original movie is the hero's journey it is wizards and pirates and black knights and like that's it's it's an adventure story it's a fantasy right and then you introduce different races of aliens and different ships and like we've given them all names and backstories and origins and you just get bogged down in that stuff and that's what the prequels were we're answering all these questions that never really needed an answer Mm -hmm. so this to me it's I, i don't know how it's doing both where it's just a very simple story. It it is it is just a western. The first the first episode that he's in that dusty town. It looks like adobe buildings. He's shooting them off the rooftops. Oh, guys are clutching their chests and falling off the roof. It look, it's John Wayne right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. There's the you know that shootout. The he said rodeo. He rodeos the the, the <laughs> mud horn. Him uh the the chasing the sand crawler is a it's a like a, a stagecoach chase. Yeah, him trying to get on the back, you know, jump from stagecoach yeah. to stagecoach, the jailbreak when he frees the baby, you know, it's like blowing up the side of a, a jail building and getting on your horse and ride. Like it, these are Western tropes played out in this giant universe. So it is, it has changed genres, but it, it's also paying off the things we love about Star Wars, like ice cream makers, right? Exactly. Ice cream Without makers. saying you're alone, let's yeah. call you Solo. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we've seen a sand crawler before it sat there it was yeah. just a big map painting or whatever mm-hmm. and like now we see it in action and windows going up and it crawling yeah. and then knocking Jaws into the rocks out. And, yeah, yeah like uh, Indiana Jones a lot of stuff it's it's the it's in IG-88 you said it just sat there mm-hmm. now we get to see it in action it's realizing all the potential for all that stuff we imagined but in a way that's not well IG-88 was really built in this factory like the stuff that doesn't matter yeah, it's leaving behind, and it's telling a very simple story in the best way possible for a fan like me. Right. And it seems like other more invested fans are loving it as well. Yeah. Long term fans are can't get enough of this. So, I again, Feloni's <laughs> got it figured out. Never doubt Feloni. Well, you know, my Feloni has a first name. It's been a after, while since yeah, we dropped that. Right. Um, I think it was in. After the second episode, there was already rumors going about, well, they're, t- you know, Lucasfilm, Disney is talking about including John Favreau and Filoni to be basically in charge of Star Wars almost, you know, yeah, being the head is, of the that, story. That is basically yeah. what they said. So, five of me, if this is yeah. an example of what we're getting. Yeah. It, um, but that also, impl- there's an imp- implicit thing that Star Wars fan, the people who hate, the prequels or they hate force awakens or they hate last jedi that thing about you know it's too political or it's too <laughs> you know there's too much diversity or whatever that you know star wars fandom the more toxic side of things there's this almost helps their argument where it's mm-hmm. like this is just a simple story there's no politics at all there's right. no it's just a good adventure where like mm-hmm. i don't know i almost hoped for something challenge that like you made some yeah. comment about him taking the mask off if he's 
If he was it's a like girl, I, I would love of, for everybody to get sucked in yeah. and love this. And then, even though we know it's Pedro Pascal, I would love it if it took it off and it was some a woman. And they would they, then they would be exposed when they hate it when they suddenly <laughs> right, hate it. Right. But uh, obviously yeah, it made me think of it. like the what's the. Dave Chappelle, like the Clayton Bigsby thing, yeah. the guy with his head explodes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, like Yoda, he's going in for like a sex change operation or you know some, <laughs> something that completely throws things out of yeah. skew. They call the doctor does call Baby Yoda she and he in that scene. Oh, like he like almost like okay, it could be a sexless being. Right. Mm. That's the implication I got. Like, it's not mm. like it is either. But yeah. everyone has already committed saying this is excellent. Or it's a hermaphrodite. Or we're going to have gremlins. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, they better decide right now what bathroom it goes to or they'll be hell to pay. Yeah. So, so the fandom has spoken that this is quality. Yeah. So, you know. I don't Unless feel- something happens that turns that segment off. Yeah, I had a similar thought. And, and it doesn't... This thing being something that I love and it's great so far doesn't diminish Last Jedi for me at all. No, I love it all. That's why I'm... Yeah. It's like they keep putting out good stuff. Yeah, even that's, if it's totally that's the different. argument I don't want to make. Like, this is how you do a good Star Wars. Right. Not right. like that other Star Wars. And I've heard that argument. But to from, me, like, yeah, to me, they're both, both great. I totally so agree. So I, I don't want it to... Yeah, we don't... We may... We're allowed to say whether... You know, we could possibly like this more. Or... But we like them both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we didn't have a problem with any of that. Absolutely. So I'm super psyched for Rise now. <sighs> me too. Me too. I'm what super- else? What we we've talked uh, the hell out of Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, what well, else do you watch on that? Oh Disney? my gosh! Um, I watched the Jeff Goldblum show. I watched the first episode. The I, other I've night. watched all three. That I is the only other show I've watched on there. Okay, yeah. I've watched all three. First, first episode the was World sneak- Sneakers. Ac- the World According to Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Yeah, it's about sneakers. The second episode is about ice cream, and the third episode was about tattoos. Okay, and he's hilarious. Yeah, it's just it's Jeff. He knows Goldblum. what he's there for. He even says. He's like, apparently I have a childlike view. It just says exactly what they told him. Like, this is what we want out of yeah, you. Yeah. And he's like, but it's just funny the way he... It's not at all educational. No. Like, no. I, didn't, I didn't really learn anything. <laughs> no. But I loved every minute of it. No, it's like yeah. he never heard of sneakers. He never heard of ice cream. <laughs> he never heard of tattoos. It's just like, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. So It's fair. It's, it's, it's almost like watching... I would compare it to like an episode of Sesame Street or something, like yeah. a little kid discovering something, or even this these <laughs> stupid, hilarious Forky shorts. Yeah, you know what is art? You know, I could see they could just input Jeff Goldblum instead yeah. of Forky in there. Ah, mm, <laughs> totally, he just, but yeah, he the, he's has... the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so those are those are good. I also watched the first three episodes of Imagineering. Yeah, this is my other jam right now, um, and it's just the series. I, I think it's it's great for folks that just don't know about this stuff. Mm, yeah. They don't know oh, about when I, I sit there and watch it, and I think I'm getting a lot more out of this than Cliff is. <laughs> like, like I guarantee he already does all this, but I'm like stuff I knew, obviously, but yeah. but just exactly when things happened, and also the fact that there's a lot of footage that is pretty impressive. That that was what made me fall in love with it. Yeah. It's the restored footage from the 50s and 60s building Disneyland that I have never seen. Yeah. I mean, they pulled this stuff out of the vault. I listened to an interview. I don't even know. I 
not purposefully, mm-hmm. but at some point I listened to an interview with a woman that had a lot to do with making this. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't remember um, her name. Irvine. Um, Probably. I yeah, don't know. she's she, the director of it. Okay, well, she, she was talking about how much stuff they had, like... Originally, it was supposed to be a, just a movie, like a documentary. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, then Disney Plus was announced. They were like, hey, what do you want us to do with this? And that that they actually had to cut a bunch of stuff to, yeah. to keep it down to, I think, six episodes they're mm-hmm. doing. But yeah. It was, it was, they tried to stop at certain points. Yeah. Walt, did, Walt dying. They did a know. really good job with that. Episode one, you get, you know, Walt starting yeah. Wed or Imagineering. Um, as it's known today, that's a terrible and, name, Wed. What well, Walter Elias did. I know, but yeah. I, I thought Tom. Was, I was like, I remember hearing about that name before, and I thought that's stupid. Yeah, Wed Wed Enterprises. Walt started as his side project. It was a way for him to have something that Roy could not touch. They did that at Nintendo. Also, I read that Console Wars a couple years ago or last year, and they had this whole different section. That the guy was like, I just want to come over there mm-hmm. and just play. Yeah, and that's what it was. So they build Disneyland. That's basically the first episode. It, it like you said, it pretty much ends with the death. Yeah, and it was great, you know, because we have to make this stuff now because there are so few of these people left. But you know, having Raleigh Crump and and Bob Gurr and um, old footage from Marty Sklar who passed away just a. Two three years ago, I love Marty Sklar. Have a yeah, I was Marty Sklar. I've watched, I've watched him age over this documentary. I was <laughs> like, I wonder that guy yeah. can't still be alive. No, he's not. Um, and the Sherman Brothers and um, you know people like that. But then highlighting Claude Coates and Mark Davis and and Alice Davis, who you know was Come a, on <laughs> exactly and that's me, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, all these Imagineers. She's the center of the square. Come on. That people like, you know, (laughs) Disney fans know and revere that the general public just has no idea who they are or what they did. Um, The Yale Gracies. And, you know, I could go on and on and on about these people. But that's episode one. Um, you know, and it was touching. And I, I, I saw a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, I watched episode one. And then when Bob Gurr is is cracking up trying to talk about when Walt died. Bob Kerr is like 90 years old. And, and just the effect that Walt had on these people's Mm. lives. Um, and then you get episode two, which is, you know, the Florida project, Walt Disney world, Epcot after what happened after Walt's death, card Walker coming in that group, Ron Miller. Um, and then it kind of ends with, uh, they built Epcot and Tokyo Disneyland kind of at the same time. So this is the first international park. Um, which was pretty much a copy of the other two. Epcot was the majority of the story. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was the Epcot I grew up with. I, that was my favorite yeah, park. Yeah, I've been there. I, well, uh, we went in 89, so mm-hmm. it was well established yeah. by then. But it still had that edutainment <clears throat> yeah. concept of it. I just remember, you know, yeah, the third episode they got into more like what it was like when I went there. Yes. Uh, with uh, Mike Weisner, yeah. Frank Wells. Whose hair grew as the documentary. <laughs> went on yeah you, you got a hair guy yeah <laughs> but uh i was really surprised they did not um mention jeffrey katzenmoyer at all but i mean uh-uh. i know he was running studios and wasn't yeah, imagineering did, but um had a big part in the company it was and good then, and i was like as soon as they that episode started and it showed him i was like 
Well, that explains MGM Studios. Like, yeah. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me, you know. The, they left some some stuff out. Like, Eisner knew that Universal Studios was planning a park already oh, yeah. and had plans for it, and they yeah. rushed MGM into production to beat Universal to the punch. There's some, sto- there's some story there that um, if you like this stuff, I would encourage anybody, go on YouTube. There are tons of fan-made docs and interviews with Imagineers that you can get into more detail with. Um I always like when when like when he and who was the other guy with him? Frank Wells. I never heard of him. Frank Wells and and they mentioned he died in a helicopter yeah. um, accident, and that's really because they were a tandem. It was Eisner and Wells. When they announced them as running it, I was like, I just know when you deal with corporations and stuff, they put people in charge and they never know anything about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like they always like we're coming in here and we're gonna change everything we're gonna make it great we right. love you and stuff and they don't know any of the hands on stuff mm-hmm. so I'm always very skeptical yep. of them I but you know they really seem to yeah. get down and dirty and the, that was the whole thing I remember the Disney decade when they did the massive expansion of hotels and stuff um, but when Frank Wells you know was killed that's when things went downhill. Like immediately, Eisner, Frank Wells kept him in check. They were a yin and yang situation. Very, and they even mentioned it. It was very, for some people, compared them to Walt and Roy mm. oh, at some level, you know. That, but, um, but yeah, that ushered in, you know, very quickly. Eisner, we're going to find out it went downhill and he was removed. And that's when Bob Iger was promoted and all that coming up. Which, um, uh, I just want to mention, he did a. Have you guys heard of Masterclass? Yeah, Bob Iger's. He did one. <laughs> uh, so his like first lesson is when you uh, Wish take in a company, <laughs> when you take over, a, you know, when you absorb a company, it's like who is that helping? <laughs> <laughs> he has no perspective. This is not something for the general public. No, this is something. Very, that's how they're able to afford these people. They've thrown a lot of money at them, but. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah. So, so, is there anything else on there that you watch? The I tried to watch the Pixar in real life, but it wouldn't. That's the only flub I've had with my Disney that didn't mm-hmm. work. Was it hasn't let me start that one? But I'm sure I'll get to it. I have not watched that. Um, I've got it on my watch list. Um, the only other thing. Uh, the, oh, I know what I watched. What? Just just because I had not seen it, it's not anything real real new. But that expanding the universe. Oh, the where, Marvel? Right. Where mm-hmm. they... Oh, I was so... I watched that. That was good. It was I, good. I mean, I know it was just the announcements they made a f- couple months ago, but it was Kevin Feige coming out on stage and introducing everybody at a couple different cons or mm-hmm. a couple of announcements, D23, I'm sure, and wherever else, and just bringing out the stars and basically announcing the slate, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Hawkeye, as I go, you know... <laughs> Man, I was like, this is going to be great. This isn't going to be the Netflix shows that mm-hmm. I don't care for. I didn't like all those. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This is going to be like more vo- closer to the movies. Yeah, the cinematic. And, you know, yeah. I did like them, and I still agree with you. I yeah. think they're going to be heads and shoulders. Going to be better. <laughs> um, so that was very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did watch. It's only that. Like 15, I like that. It's only fifteen minutes. Yeah, right? they were short. Um, and I like that. I love that. You know, being able to, for me to go back and watch some of those old timey cartoon shorts that I just, 
as a kid, I loved them and mm. have not been, had access to them unless you really search on YouTube um, for years and years. But um, the original Mickey Mouse Club, the, the first week, you know, it was on Monday through Friday, 1955. The first five episodes are up. I highly enjoyed it. <laughs> Guys, he's just, really... I mean, just to... It's amazing to go... I love watching little bits and pieces of the old TV original, you know, from right. that time period because it was just so... Wholesome. Infants. So infants. Well, it was I mean, you pull up, you know, Mickey Mouse Club, 1955, a kid's show, and they've got warnings, you know, coming up on about cigarettes and stuff, and I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what a different time it was. Um, but that, and I love in the search feature, the Disney through the decades, you can search by decade, 1930s on. Um, for some reason, I don't think the, there's a decade left out. Remember, I think it was the 90s. It mm. doesn't show up. I don't know. But anyways, I love that just going through. The unspoken um, decade. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> and then um, my wife. My wife. Yes. Um, <laughs> she started watching the Disney Nature uh, movies that okay. are more recent. Um at when she like goes to bed because she's like oh, they're really relaxing and we sat down in the living room with carly the other night and watched um one of them was called born in china and it was excellent she's never gonna have to go back to her room never again we just we just walled it off yeah <laughs> <laughs> now do you read to her the warnings about cigarettes about and stuff. cultural changes no we have really you, have don't had that talk with her that, that there are some she picks what? up. What are you talking she, about? There was warning about that. So, like on um, Dumbo, there oh. there's a warning that you know. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Un, uh, uh, outdated cultural references. stereotypes yeah. and references. Yeah. And to me, that that's the best way to do it. I agree. Call it out. Say we get it, but not censor it or edit it. They or need try to, to totally fix it. I think I retweeted somebody. This is the best idea. It was his daughter, actually. Uh, Leonard Malton. Mm-hmm. Get hire Leonard Malton to announce to to preface Song of the South. Give a entire you know give a little speech beforehand like you would on TCM or something. Yeah. And just say here's the deal, mm-hmm. and then then you can watch it. That's all they need to do. That's all. It's they've built so much stigma around right. it. It's, it's like way worse than just it really have, is. Yeah. Have him yeah. you know put it into perspective. Um, yeah, I, you to me, you do not need to go back and what ET change the shotguns for walkie-talkie. Yeah. Like we don't need to soften the things. They existed. They're pieces of art. They're pieces right. of a. They're it of a time. It happened. Unless I did watch something that that showed the rare rabbit, mm-hmm. rare fox scene. What was I watching today? It was something on Disney Plus, but they okay. were. They were showing a clip from oh, that. Oh, it was um when they it were... It was in the Imagineering. Yeah, Splash yeah. Mountain. Yeah, they were showing mm-hmm. Splash Mountain. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Um, now, we didn't mention this when we were talking about Star Wars, the uh, McClunky yeah. line. Which... I, I want to... I have to stop the presses. <laughs> There's literally... the All this stuff we've talked about, the best thing I saw all week was your comment. <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I I literally you wouldn't I, let me it wouldn't let me share it or I shared it on the Kapow page. It was like it's like I it, it was everything that I care about in one post. Cuz okay. So good. To me 
the day this happened, everything was Star Wars Baby Yoda McClunky. Like, <laughs> I just saw meme after meme. I'm yeah. like, the memes have been... The, yeah. the meme well is dry. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is like a week later. And I had seen... Somebody had cut Reservoir Dogs. The final scene, they've got the you know, the Mexican standoff, yeah. mm. which is a cultural stereotype that is an outdated Yeah, reference. I can't believe you said so that. So let's put that at the beginning. <laughs> but all the guns are pointing at each other. You're like, don't point that gun at my dad! McClunky! I knew it. As soon as you said that, I was like, does oh. he hear himself? McClunky. <laughs> McClunky. McClunky Brewster. So I had seen that like a week. <laughs> we have two titles for this episode. <laughs> McClunky. You have to call it McClunky Brewster. I don't care. That's the best. <laughs> Go on, sorry, that was good. No, but I, yeah, I had so I have seen memes and jokes and references, right. and I thought I'm riveted to the origin. I, I, I don't even know where the thought came from. I'm like, that scene is just like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Two people sitting across a table from each other, <laughs> quoting Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. My clunk. Just like, you read the Bible solo, uh-huh. not regularly. There's this passage I got memorized. McClunky. <laughs> That's what's the best about it. Is it's a passage that is one word. Like I never gave much thought as to what it meant. I just thought it was some cold blooded stuff. So to say. Yeah, it's, it's nobody knows. What and I googled. Like I tried to find a somebody had done it on YouTube. Or I could like I googled. Yeah, you're like, did I just? Pull I this think off? I invented. Have it. I pulled, like, pulled up the crime of the century? <laughs> I, I googled. Greedo Jerry Curl, like I had hoped somebody yeah, had right. put oh, Jules' yeah. hair yeah, on Greedo. Yeah. It, it oh, yeah. So somebody needs there's to a Jar Jar out yeah, there. Yeah, there's more. Somebody yeah. needs to put a visual or audio. Mm. You to should this, let but it, I can't. that that if you let people share that, it'd be viral right now. That was so good. <laughs> I loved it. Oh. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Yeah. We love Disney Plus. We're thrilled about it. I guarantee. If in another month, we'll be telling y'all what we thought about the rest of. Uh, that Mandalorian series, oh, yeah. and yeah. I think there's only nine episodes. I think, uh, I don't but think next year we'll yeah. be getting more of the this Marvel stuff we were talking mm-hmm. about. So and I, more Star I'm Wars psyched. too. I mean, yeah. you know, the yeah. Cassian Andor and the Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah. I'm super psyched. Oh about my gosh, so I'm excited. I it's it's a success so far for me. Absolutely, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Walt. My name is Jordan Lowe. Are we signing out? Yes. Okay. This is the way. (laughs) I've spoken. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Miss Mitchell? Matt Clunky. He wants to be with me. I want to be with Matt Clunky. I'm going to court to get custody. I'm not going to give up without a fight. Let you go, Harry! I know I'll make a list. <laughs> Stay calm. You'll work it out. By the way, do you have any plans this afternoon? No. Then let's go to Disney World. I think it's in Florida.
someplace. <laughs>